0: to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. What I wanted to talk about today is what we do and how we approach having an injury, whether it's directly from running, or if it's just an injury that's keeping us from getting out for our run. There seems to be this mindset with runners that we're just going to keep going. It doesn't matter if we're injured or not, we'll just run through it. And you hear of a lot of altar runners fracturing a bone in their foot or their shin early, early in the race and going to complete a hundred miler. And it is very impressive, but I think it's something that can be a little bit toxic in the community as well. When it comes to an actual race and if I'm doing like Western states and it's my one and only chance that I'm going to have to do it. Yeah, I'm probably going to push through whatever crops up unless I feel like it's going to be you know long term side effects. So I'm not necessarily meaning how do we approach an injury in a big race day, because everyone's going to take that approach their way. It's more how do we approach having an injury when we're training. All in all, I've been very lucky since starting to run or run more often that I haven't had a lot of injuries come up and not a lot of overuse injuries especially when i consider how quickly i actually started to increase my mileage this has been a little bit different for the past few months and i've had injuries crop up where i don't know where they came from not something i've had to deal with before so right now i have what i've self-diagnosed as runner's knee it you know flares up a couple kilometers into the run Sometimes it'll be, you know, five into a run, and it's frustrating. It's a tough thing to deal with. It just seemed to come up out of the blue. But when we have, especially this type of injury, crop up, it's usually indicating an imbalance somewhere. So what I try to do, and I am not always successful in doing it, is I try not to get frustrated at the injury. I try not to, you know, get down on myself about it. I said, I want to hear what it's trying to tell me. So with the runner's knee, it's probably, you know, a muscle imbalance, or I haven't been stretching properly. So it's a tightness that's pulling things out of alignment. And really, I'd rather deal with that right now, rather than a week or two out from Big run that I have planned. So, right now, when I really want to be going a bit farther, when everything else really feels good, it's hard for me to turn around at 4K or 6. Uh, Today, for example, I was feeling really strong otherwise, and I just really wanted to keep going. My legs, other than the knee, felt good. They felt fresh. My lungs felt good. My energy felt really good. I was keeping a really solid pace and I was happy about that. And then five and a half kilometers in, I felt the niggle and I knew what was coming. So it just tends to tighten right up and it won't let go. So I knew at that point, I wasn't going to be able to keep the pace that I had so far. I wasn't going to get, you know, that fast 10k that I really wanted to get today. And I just really needed to pull myself back a little bit and say, okay, well, we're going to finish this run. It's not to the point right now where I need to stop or turn around. I can keep going. I just need to ease the pace back. And when the knee tightens up, I just need to stop and walk it off. And so that's what I did. I enjoyed the run back. I took more walk breaks than I wanted to, but it let me keep going. If I had kept the pace that I had up until then, or if I wanted to push faster, I would have had to call the run short. That's really all there is to it. And so for me, it was being out there a bit longer. That was more important. And I noticed in doing that, that now that I've been Resting for a few hours, my knee hasn't tightened up to the same degree that it had on runs before. I'm also taking that into consideration when I'm doing my cross training, strength training, and stretching. And I want to make sure that I'm addressing the imbalances that might be causing this problem. And it's not just about addressing them, but making sure you're addressing them properly. So one mistake I made was I decided, okay, I'm going to need to foam roll a lot more. I need to make sure I'm loosening the muscles off and paying attention to that IT band. Well, if I had taken a minute to actually research into it and make sure that this was the right way to address the problem, I would have very quickly found that you foam roll and massage out the muscles around the IT band, but it is not recommended to roll the IT band itself. And in doing that, I probably prolonged this injury by a bit. When we have these injuries pop up, one thing that's so tempting to do, because it really does seem like it's just what runners do, and that is run through it. And it's really hard to pull out of that mindset and to change that. But we're really not doing ourselves any favors when we decide to run through it. And when my knee very first popped up, that's exactly what I did. I figured, well, I'll just run it off. It'll be fine. And I kept trying to do the speed work and it, uh, Didn't end well, I ended up walking back probably a kilometer and a half because my knee just seized right up. Something I try to ask myself when something pops up in a run or if I'm, you know, nursing an injury and I really want to get out for a run. There's a fine line between going out, seeing how it feels and making a determination from there and to just ignoring the injury altogether and trying to overdo it and push through it. So this question actually started when my parents got a young puppy after having an older dog for several years, and they actually got their previous dog when she was about 18 months old. So through that hard puppy stage, the question was, what can I do for myself today that will help me tomorrow? And I ask myself that when I'm getting ready for a run or if I'm feeling really lazy and I don't want to cross train or if an injury pops up on a run. So when my knee pops up, I say, well, what can I do right now to help myself tomorrow? Is pushing through this and getting another couple kilometers going to make a difference tomorrow or is it going to lay me up for a few days where I can't go run that's really the question it's better to be able to get back out for another run than to push through something that if you stop now and addressed what the underlying issue was that you could keep going so Instead, pushing through it and trying to just ignore it into going away, we're making it worse and we're making it take longer to heal from. But we do really need to listen to ourselves and learn when we can push and when we need to pull back and take these signals and signs from our body and incorporate other training to help balance it out. It's not me versus my body. It's not, you know, my body's failing me because it's injured. No, it's saying, if you want to keep doing this, you need to not just run. You need to incorporate some of this other stuff. Otherwise, we're not going to get there. So it's a team that you need to think of. It's, one, you're not going to go out for a run if your body doesn't go with you. So you need to start tuning in, taking care of it, and not getting mad when something flares up. And it can be challenging to keep those frustrations from boiling up. And one way that I do that as well as asking myself that question is like if my friend was beside me and all of a sudden they started hurting, would I tell them to suck it up and keep running? Would I tell them that their knee seizing didn't matter and to just run it off or get mad because they needed to walk because they were in pain? Absolutely not. So why am I saying that to myself? Why am I getting mad when that happens to me? Because it's going to happen. If you're exercising, whether it's running or anything else, the odds are at some point there's going to be an injury come up or something that needs to be addressed. And it's not always running related. Sometimes it can be something completely different that crops up. But you still need to find a solution if you want to carry forward. Ignoring it, burying it, kicking it down as far as you can is not going to be a long-term solution. This is all very front of mind for me right now because I'm dealing with the knee. I'm not able to run as far as I want to right now. I'm not able to hold the pace that I really want to right now, but I've still been able to get out, and it hasn't just been the knee that's been causing an issue. About, oh, quite a few years ago now, I went for a run with our previous German shepherd. He was probably over 100 pounds at that point, and I had him cinched Around my waist. So I had a large um, waistband that buckled in and then the leash attached to that. I had been getting annoyed with it because it was kind of flopping around and I didn't like it being loose. So I had, you know, really tightened it around my hips because I didn't like it tight around my stomach when I'm trying to run. And he was a great dog to run with. He didn't pull, he wasn't a pest or anything like that, but he was. Very protective. And normally, like we see deer fairly frequently around here, and he was always fine. He was never reactive to them, but he liked to watch and make sure that I was okay. So we headed up this one road, and it's going kind of more towards the bush. And all of a sudden, so while well, he was on my right side, on my left side, in a field, There was probably a dozen deer. And he startled when he seen them because he hadn't smelled them or seen anything like that until we were right beside them. So all he wanted to do was put himself between me and these deer. He didn't want to be barking at them. He wasn't pulling to go chase them. He just needed to be on the other side of me. Where the issue came in is that I had had him tied very tightly around my hips so when he made that sudden move and being over 100 pounds he reefed my hips out like significantly out of whack it was instantly painful and I had a really hard time walking never mind running but what did I do did I phone for a ride you know Come pick me up. My back is killing me and I don't think I can make it home. No. I decided the best thing for me to do at that point was to walk home with him. And from there, it was about a kilometer and a half. I had to get home. So not super far, but pretty far when your hips are completely out and every step hurt. But did I just walk home? No. No, no. I thought I would also try and run a few steps in there. Which, none of this ended well. And I'll reiterate, this was probably seven years ago. So I got home somehow. My back was killing me. My hips were killing me. It was sharp pain. And I laid on the floor. Didn't really do anything I think I made a physio appointment a week or so later because nothing was going back and when I got there they took one look at my hips and were shocked at how twisted I was and it took a fair bit of work to get them back where they should be and eventually they did go back and it was a lot more you know comfortable I could get back out running again But to this day, my hips will go out every now and then. And it's quite painful when they do. I'm generally stuck. Like the other day I was, you know, getting up off the stool and it just had my hips out enough that when I took that step, they slid back out. And I tried to, you know, lay on the floor because sometimes that'll be enough just to kind of pop them back in. But it didn't that time, and I was kind of stuck laying on the chair and trying to convince our current German shepherd to help me out, which he did. But when it comes to an injury like that, when I was out there, I should have stopped as soon as it happened. And I should have just called for a ride and taken care of things. I should have made that physio appointment earlier and just listened to what was going on and not try to tough it out or push through it and run home. To this day, I deal with this injury. And, you know, really it pops up if I'm sitting or, you know, anything like that. I notice um, it starts when... Like, my work chairs are getting a bit bagged out. Um, This time it happened with, you know, a new one that I had gotten because I was blaming my old one. And I've been fighting with it for a while. But with this particular injury, as long as I can pop it back in, and I can, I know the stretches to do, I can still go for a run because I know that helps it at this point when it is back in place and it's no longer painful but if i start to feel my hips get sore and it's in like my back i won't keep pushing when i'm out there i'll stop and walk for a bit try and stretch it out and carry on because once they go out it's really easy for them to go back out again It can be hard to keep them in place until like the muscles kind of chill out for a while. But for this type of injury, it's getting out and moving is better for it. Whereas my knee is better to let it rest and strengthen it. So depending what you're dealing with and what your injury is, really depends on how you're going to go forward. But it all comes back to that question of what can I do today to help myself tomorrow? What is this injury telling me? What do I need to add to help it? Or what can I do to help make this feel better so it doesn't happen in the future? If we want to be able to keep doing, what we're doing long-term, we really need to take these little things that pop up and listen to them and listen to what they're trying to tell us instead of getting mad at them for existing. They're not there to be against us or to make things hard for us. They're popping up because of something that we aren't doing that we should be doing or something that we're doing too much of. If you go from running 20K a week to trying to bounce that up to, you know, 50K, that is going to cause injury. And I got uh, just a little sidetrack there as a miniature pony just walked by our window and we live in town. So that. That was interesting. Um, Getting back on topic though, it is important just to tune in, to take a lesson from what is happening, what's popping up, and work with your body and don't work against it. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Ultra.